Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Hello, beautiful human. We got uh, Dan here. Hello. And we welcome to the studio, Javaya Ward. All right. Did I say it right? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. You promise me? Yeah. <laughs> Don't lie to me. I'm not lying. How, how many times a day does somebody say your name wrong? Um, a lot. <laughs> Pull that mic a little bit closer to your face. A lot. Wow, you look so cool. Thanks. You really do. Like, Thank you. <laughs> you hanging out on the couch, like I'm getting the, the opportunity to really soak in your presence. It's a lot of uh, little things that make up Javaya Ward. <laughs> Thanks. You know, but uh, some little, some big. Wow. How do you, okay. Javaya is your middle name. You say it with a J, not really like with a Z. How does that work phonetically? How does that, like, do you know? Like, how do you explain it to somebody when they have to oh, introduce you? Um, I say like, okay, it's like Javaya, like Verjaka, like uh-huh. the J. Verjaka. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. It's a, it's a little easier to say it like that. Verjaka. I haven't heard that in so long. That's a song, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Verjaka, Verjaka. Do re mi? Isn't that what follows no. it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that song. I know nothing about music. <laughs> just kidding. A I whole- just know it's French. Are are you French? Yeah. Are you actually from, you're from Norwalk? Yeah. I learned a lot about you, not necessarily from the internet, but from Seventeen, which is- Oh, hey. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the title record off of your brand new EP. We're going to dive in in a second, but I want to start with a whole new world. Huge freaking deal, right? Yeah, it's a big deal. I, like, I want to say almost bigger than big because a record like that will live on- Forever guaranteed. It's already lived on yeah. for decades and it has meaning to almost everybody on the planet. H- how do you find out that Zane wants you to be on this record? <laughs> okay, so my manager got an email from Zane's manager. Okay. And basically Zane was asking if I would like to sing the girl part of the duet. Um Jasmine. I guess it was his choice to pick who he wanted to sing with. And the fact that he picked me, I was shook. Um, But honored because, you know, he's an amazing artist. And Disney is a huge deal. Like, especially this song. Like you said, it's a big part of history. And, you know, when I get older and I have kids, like, I'll be able to play this song for them. You know, so. It's freaking a whole new world. Why do you think Zane picked you? Because they said in the state, the, the release, that he could have picked anybody he wanted. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I feel like, I mean, I feel like he might have known about me because I know that he was on a show when he was younger. Um, X-Factor? I, yeah, X-Factor. You were on the four? Yeah. So I feel like maybe he keeps, like, up to date with those kind of things. Ooh. And maybe, like, he saw me. I don't know. Um, but, Yeah. I honestly don't know how, like, he found out about me, but... Did you record the record separate or together? Um, separately. Is that, like, hard for you to do? To kind no, of... No, I think that's, like, I think that's, like, the usual when it comes to, like, recording with other artists. Usually you're not, like, in the same place as them at the same time. It's really hard to, like, get two artists in the same room. So, um, I mean, it was pretty easy. I mean, like, I just, they played me, um, I flew to London to cool. record it. Um, with the Salt Wives, which were the producers that produced it. Um, and he had already recorded his vocal. 
So I got to hear his vocal first, and then they're like, okay, it's your turn. So I just went in and sang it. Do you prepare at all? Is like there oh, a yeah. strategy? There's a, there's a lot of preparing. I mean, especially like me, when I travel like on a plane, I usually tend to get sick like every time mm. because, I mean, there's a lot of germs in that plane mm. just circulating in yeah. the air. It's a freaking tin can in the sky. Yeah, it's pretty gross. But- it's recycled <laughs> air. But yeah, mm. I tend to get sick, so I was expecting for me to get sick. But for some reason, God decided I was not going to get sick. It's that Disney magic. Yeah, I know. So I didn't get sick this time. But um, whenever I record, like, I always have to have, like, this special honey called Manuka honey. I don't know if you've heard of it. Okay? No. But it's a miracle worker. I mean, I've I've had shows where, like, I couldn't even, like, barely talk. And then I, you know, eat some. And then it, I can talk again. Wow. Like, Coach, you're It's throat? expensive honey. It's like $60. But worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. Do you plan your runs out before you go into the studio? Like, do you listen to the track and go, okay, I, I can do something here. I can figure out something here. Or do you just feel it when you go behind the mic? Sometimes I, like, I'll listen to the song. So, yeah, for example, this song, like, I obviously listen to, like, the the older version. Yeah. So, you know, kind of see what they did and their take on it. And then I'll, like, try to learn it to my best ability and then I might have some, like, things in mind that I would, like, do naturally. Like, I don't know. I don't know how it is for, like, all singers. But for me, like, if I sing something, I'll tend to do – I'll tend to, like, sing the same notes, like, over and over again. So I kind of already have it in my mind. Like, it's just my style, I guess. But – um and then some some stuff is like freestyled in the studio. So it's it depends. How much freedom did they give you on this song? Um they gave me a lot of freedom. Um I mean, they had me like they're like okay, like sing it a couple times like, you know, the way that you would sing mm-hmm. it and then now sing it like you're a Disney princess. <laughs> so, I mean, of course like I was kind of held back a little bit because I'm an extra person, so I like to go crazy, you know, when it comes to singing. I but like tell. for it to be like for like fans to be able to sing along with it mm-hmm. and you know, for it to flow nicely, like I kinda had to hold back just a little bit. But it, I mean it still sounds amazing and like I'm still really proud of it. So Is there a difference between Princess Javaya and just normal <laughs> Javaya? Well, to them it was just like pronouncing the words more, you know Like and, super clear. Yeah, yeah, super clear. Because when I sing I'm like I'm kind of like mumbly. Is that is that like a passion mumble or like an <laughs> intentional mumble? Uh, it's just like it's just like a feeling mumble. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> when they first approached you, did you already know all the words, or did you have to go back and re-listen? Um. Well, I pretty much knew all the words. I mean, like of course here and there, there's like a few words that I don't know, and I'm like, I just mumble, you know, mumble, mumble through it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just mumble through it. <laughs> Um, random words like I do to every song, but I mean, of course I knew like the, the chorus mm-hmm. and like the pre, I think it was like the verses that I needed to like touch up on, but yeah. Fun fact. The singing voice of Jasmine is also the singing voice of Mulan. And that is her biggest quality. That when really? she sings, you can hear every, like every, uh, uh, syllable and yeah. word perfectly. Yeah. Like, no insane runs, but, like, you make out every single word. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. Now, were you nervous for the song to finally come out? Because, you know, everyone's just waiting to hear what this sounds like. Plus, it's Zane. Yeah. um, (laughs) 
I mean, I wasn't really nervous. I was more, like, excited because I knew that, like, my fans, like, I told them that I was doing something really big and that, mm-hmm. like, you know, something was coming soon. So they were just like, what is it? Like, they had no idea. But then when it came out, like, they were all shook and did not expect that at mm-hmm. all, which, I mean, I didn't expect either. So um, it was just really, like, exciting for me to see how my fans would react. Well, this yeah. kicks off for you, like, just release after release because an EP is out now, 17. Well, the EP's coming out. In, like, a few weeks. Oh, a few but weeks. But the single 17 is coming out on the 31st. That's it. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's okay. <laughs> I get so confused because, like, we were, for everybody, we record these, like, ahead of time. So I don't know if it's out or oh, not yeah, or yeah, if yeah. it's coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Regardless, I listen to it and I want to dive in. Okay. Um, 17 obviously represents your age. Mm-hmm. The yeah. age at which you created the album or the stories you're telling are from the age of 17. Uh, well, the story is, like, it's, like, all of the ages up until 17. So, like, okay. basically in this song, I'm just kind of talking about, like, my experiences, like, growing up and, like, how I got to where I am now, which, like, for me was a big deal because I wrote a lot of things that my fans never really knew about me and, like, things that happened, like, after the four and, like, during the four. So it was a very, like, personal song. I mean... The the whole EP to me sounds very personal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I write all my stuff. So, like, you know, each song is about an experience that I've had or um, something that I've gone through. So, Zach Sang Show. Hey, I'm so sorry to do this. Quick ad. A lot of people, by the way, come up to me and they're like, Zach, you look so uninterested when you do the ASU reads. I am interested. I'm very passionate about proper education, which ASU provides. I just got to read all this stuff, so I'm not looking at camera and I get distracted. So, I'm going to tell you something. If you're considering going back to school, ask yourself the following questions. Do you need flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits you need transferred? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of those questions, Arizona State University could be the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers over 150 highly ranked degree programs. 100% online, you'll earn that same degree as you would on campus from wherever you are. It's really flexible. You can do it all on your schedule. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits. For more information, text Zach to 35517. Put that right there. That is Zach to 35517. Learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates and why 87% of ASU grads are recruited within 90 days of graduation. See, I am passionate about this. This is real stuff here, guys. It's a great option when it comes to education and schooling. Learn to grow, learn to succeed, and learn to thrive at Arizona State University. To learn more about ASU online degree programs, you can text Zach to 35517. That is Z-A-C-H to 35517. Zach Sang Show. Are you writing the, the whole thing on your own? Or are you working with other people? Um, well, I do work with a few writers that, um, you know, I work well with. I mean, as an artist, you you experiment writing with different people. And some people work for you and some don't. So um, I have a few writers that I co- co-wrote with on the EP. But... um. I usually write, like, all of my stuff. Like, I don't have any songs that I haven't written on, so. <laughs> How many songs did you have chilling that could have been on the EP that didn't make it? Uh, 
a lot. <laughs> I mean, there's probably like, I don't know. I mean, because, okay, before I went on the four, I was writing for like a whole year, like straight. Like I was just like writing like every day. So I had like a lot of songs then. But then like during that process, I kind of like found exactly like my style and what I wanted to do. So I kind of just like scratched all that, you know, threw it away, <laughs> threw it behind me. Um, and then, you know, the year after, like, well, yeah, the year after the four, um, I spent every day again, like in the studio, just writing. So there's probably like, I mean, there might be like 60, 50 songs. Whoa. I mean, not all of them are finished, yeah. but, it, you know, there's a lot of songs. And like, you know, I had to pick the ones that you know, stood out the most and that I thought my fans could, like, relate to the most, so. So, pre the four, you're writing every single day. Why do you start that? Do you force yourself to do that? Um, so, I, okay, so, let's go, let's take it back, all the way back. Um, <laughs> when I was younger, I would always, like, write songs, write poems, I would, I would always be singing, um, I always did, like, talent shows and stuff whenever I could, you know, to sing and stuff, but, um, then when I got to, like, when I was, like, 13, I started playing the guitar, started, like, teaching myself how to play guitar, and then um, my mom, she worked at a music academy, cool. and I, one of the vocal coaches there um, met me, and she was like, I have somebody that would really like you, like, I sang for her and stuff, and that is my manager now, so wow. his name's Thomas. My manager now, um, and he had a studio, so I went to his studio, I sang for him, and then from that day on, he was like, okay, I want to be your manager. So we just like, you know, I, I signed to him to be my, my manager. Um, and then ever since I met him, I was just like in the studio every day working on um, an EP. Wow. But obviously that never like got finished because the four happened. Yeah. And I wasn't even planning to go on the four. Like it, it wasn't even like in my mind. I, w I just happened to be at the studio the day that they were having um, like auditions. <laughs> And my manager was like, um, you should just, like, go sing for them. Like, you don't have to audition. Like, just meet them. Like, it's good to, you know, have connections. I was like, okay, like, I'll meet them. So I sang for them, and they really wanted me to um, be on the show. But, like, I was like, I had already made up my mind. Like, I was like, I don't want to go on a show. Um, I'm just going to, like, do it myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, competition shows have a stigma. Yeah, exactly. And when I was younger, I did. But as I got older, I just decided that I didn't want to do it. Um, but they just kept reaching out, like, kept calling him and calling him. So then finally I was like, okay, like, I'll just do it. Like, it's – I found out, like, um, that it was going to be, like, hip-hop and R&B based. So I was like, okay, that's a plus. Like, that's what I do. And then I found out, like, the panel was – gonna be more relevant great yeah judges. so i was like okay and like they're in the hip-hop world so this is like this might be a good opportunity and my mom was just like yeah like you should just do it just try it so um obviously i did the show right <laughs> changes your life forever yeah yeah um and i mean it was a it was a crazy experience it was pretty stressful because like it was a new show so they didn't really have like um like, a lot of it planned out. Like, it was just kind of like, we're just going along with everything as it was going. But, yeah, it was crazy. Do you consider yourself further proof that it's better to not win a singing competition show than to win? Um, I mean, yeah, I, f I feel like, um, I mean, it, it depends what you want to do with your career as an artist. 
Um, I feel like me not winning um, benefited me a lot because I was able to get um, a deal that was better if I did win. So that helped out a lot. And, like, you know, being in the position that um, I was at the time, like, definitely, um, I don't know how to say it, but it's just, like, it picked things up a lot faster than if I were to get the deal if I won. Who even who won that show? I don't know. <laughs> uh, her name's Evie. Okay. Oh, yeah. Evie Clear. I don't. No. I don't know her last name, but I just know her name's Evie. Maybe that's somebody I follow on Instagram that has <laughs> a name that looks like that. Well, I feel like you're the real winner oh, coming well, out thank, of the show. Thank you. What a statement, Dan. <laughs> no, but like you were the crowd favorite. Like I, I remember watching. I watched obsessively from the very beginning. Thank you. It was a combination of obviously your talent, but your look and who you were and what you represented. Yeah, you, you hit like a million followers on Instagram like real quick. So this guy, <laughs> you meet at this music studio that your mom works at. How old are you when he's like, you should just start writing? Um, Well, I was writing before that, but it was more like I got to be in a studio with, you know, equipment yeah. and all that stuff because I never had that before, obviously. Um, But um, I was like, well, he met me when I was 15, maybe. And, and you do yeah. that while you're still going to school? Uh, yeah, so I actually, um, I did my last year of school, uh, well, I, okay, so I graduated early at okay. 16, so my last year of schooling, I did, uh, I did homeschooling, Got it. so it was a lot easier for me to, you know, be, like, working in the studio and then, you know, do my schoolwork at home. When you were writing, were you writing every day about your reality were you inventing stories um yeah every day about my, my reality i mean for me it's really hard as a writer to write about things that i haven't experienced yeah. like i know some artists like that's the way that they write like for example sam smith i know he always talks about how he writes songs about things he's never experienced like love songs and all that kind of stuff and for him it works out great because he's just an amazing writer but for me I can't really like, I can't really like, give an emotion or a feeling to something if I haven't felt it. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, but, I just write about real stuff. But you, <laughs> but you're able to take on covers really well because that was the four, right? So yeah. you're able to like take on somebody else's story and somebody else's lyrics. Yeah, I mean, um, for me, like, I mean, I didn't like doing covers. Yeah. I mean, because. You know, I, I feel like I have a story to tell and that's important to me. But of course, you know, I had to do that for the show. So um, for me, it was just kind of like transforming it into something that I can relate to, whether it's like changing the melody a little bit mm -hmm. and like that kind of stuff. So I would, yeah, just like to put my like own twist on it. And yeah. So 17 is the record out. Mm -hmm. It is the first record off of the EP. Yeah. It is based on your reality. Yeah. You grew up in Norwalk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One of the lyrics that really st stuck out to me, young girl, you better go fast. This world ain't going to hold back. Is that you talking to yourself? Is that somebody else talking to you? Yeah. I mean, that's me. That's me like talking to myself because I mean, like growing up, I, did, I didn't have it easy. You know, I mean, um, I, I kind of grew up like moving around like a lot, like. 
I mean, I probably moved like 15 plus times. Like I would move like every like half a year. You know what I mean? Like all within California. Yeah, all all within California. Yeah, I mean, like you know, we didn't have a lot of money growing up, so we would just be kind of like living with my mom's friends and all that kind of stuff. Um, and like, you know, the the time that we were finally like able to get a place, um, which was in Monrovia, um, that's when like. I started writing, um, well, I was kind of like back and forth between my parents, but when we moved to Monrovia, that's when I started writing Got it. and I met my manager and all of that. And in order for me to go on the show, my mom had to quit her job. And so basically like, because you were a minor. Yeah, I was a minor. So I couldn't go on. I couldn't go on by myself. Like I couldn't work by myself. So my mom had to quit her job. And my siblings, like, moved to Oklahoma with my grandma. Um, and, like, me and my mom didn't have a place to live, but, like, we were just on the show. Like, it was pretty rough, like, working, like, super late. And, like, um, you know, when we were on the show, like, they pay for a hotel. So, like, we are staying in the hotel. But after the show, you know, when I didn't win, it was kind of like, what are we going to do? Because, what's next? Yeah, what's next? Because I didn't know, like, we didn't have no idea what was going to happen. Like, of course, we had the faith, like, okay, like, you know, if I go on the show, something good's going to happen. You know what I mean? So after the show, we didn't have nowhere to live. We were just kind of like living off of the money that I made on the show, which was, which I mentioned in the song, which was like $7,000. Like before that, we didn't have no like money to our name. Like, but. So seven um, grand is a lot, but that goes. Yeah, it goes. Yeah, it goes quickly when you're paying for a hotel every night and like, you know, Trying to, and that was like another thing too. Like it was really hard to find a place to stay because when you're like trying to book a hotel every night, the day of the, you know, where you have to sleep, like yeah. everything's booked. So like we'd just be like driving around for hours trying to find somewhere to stay. So like there's a, an intense level <clears throat> of sacrifice here. Yeah, I mean my my mom's always like believed in me. So and my family has too. So like you know they've always been willing to do what it what we have to do in order for my dreams to come true. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I don't do this for me. Like, I do it for my family. You know what I mean? So them supporting my dreams and doing whatever they can to make it happen is like, you know, in return, I support them. You know what I mean? Is that pressure showing up to the fore every day, knowing that your par- your siblings have to go live with your grandparents? and I mean, yeah, it was it was, because- it was a crazy roller coaster because you know um the episode where i got knocked off the show um i was just like okay like i mean i i guess i was meant to be knocked off because i you know i believe that everything happens for a reason so i was like okay like i guess i wasn't supposed to be on the show but um i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do but we'll figure it out like (laughs) and then you know they had the comeback and then i came back on and um But, but you had confidence though I feel like you had confidence from the second you stepped out on that stage and you interacted with yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Um, you knew what you had. I, I feel like that's a big part of why I'm here is because I've always believed in myself. And, like, if you can't convince people that you're worth it, then they're never going to believe you. You know what I mean? I could not feel that in my deepest... Like, d- deep within myself, yeah. I feel what you just said. Yeah. And... As I hear you talk, there is pressure, right? There is sacrifice on behalf of your family. But you 
take that pressure and you kind of refocus it into confidence. Yeah. Because you know you have the goods, but you got to do something with this opportunity because so much is at stake. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, I mean, you could have crumbled, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I could have, but, you know, luckily the, the show gave me a lot of exposure and, you know, I, I really tried my best when I was on the show. You know, I was doing everything that I could um, to just keep going and that's what it's all about. <laughs> and they have a huge record deal <laughs> with Columbia Records. So big yeah. that TMZ did a whole story about how big it was. Mm. Good Whoa. money. <laughs> Whoa. 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 So has the whole family moved back now or are they still... Um, so my whole family, um, right now they live in LA. Okay. Yeah. So okay. yeah, they're all, they're all together. Cool. Yeah. Back to my question. Young girl, you gotta, you better go fast. This world ain't going to hold you back. Is that you reminding yourself of that? Yeah. Yeah. That's like me motivating myself. And it's also like, it's also like me speaking to my fans too. Cause I mean, it's just kind of like motivation for them too to like, you know, just always like be on the lookout for themselves because I mean life's hard but if you like I said if you like believe in yourself and you take control of your life and you say okay this is what I'm gonna do like I'm gonna do this this and that and you know no one's gonna stop me then nothing can stop you you so. say you gotta own your life mm-hmm. is that what it means to you controlling your destiny yeah yeah I mean my whole life, like, I, I feel like, so far, I feel like I've, I've done a good job of controlling my destiny because, you know, um, like I said, like, I came from a place where, I, I mean, I'm sure most people wouldn't think that I would ever make it here, yeah. but, like, but I've, I always believed in myself, and I always knew that, like, this is what I was meant to do, so I just took it and ran. <laughs> Dude, you say that. I knew that I'd make it out. I knew that I'm going to make it out. Like, you, you you, had that confidence. Yeah, and, like, a, a crazy thing is I, I told myself the the year that um, I met my manager, I literally told myself, I was like, okay, at the end of the year, like, something, something big's going to happen and it's going to make my career, like, just blow up. And, like, I just, I, I truly believed that. And I didn't, I didn't even have any idea how. Like, I didn't know how that was going to happen, like, you know, I had no, like, logical explanation for it, but I just put that out into the universe, and then it happened. You knew, and you saw it, and then it gives you something to work towards. So then yeah. you kind of just make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, as long as you have, like, I mean, like I said, you don't have to have, like, an exact plan, like, oh, okay, I'm going to go on the show, I'm not going to win, and I'm going to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you just got to be like, okay, I'm going to fight for, like, my dreams. I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to work on my craft. I'm going to write songs every day. I'm going to make sure that, you know, I got my style down. I'm going to make sure that I present myself in the way that I want the world to see me. And then, you know, you go from there. What do you want somebody to take away about you after listening to 17? Um, I mean, I just want people to take away, you know, some some inspiration for their own lives and um, just motivation and. You know, I want them to be able to relate to my story because I know that, you know, I'm not the only one that goes through this kind of stuff. A lot of people do, like the whole world. So, you know, I want them to look at this song as an example of like, you know, they can make it too in whatever it is that they want to do. A Hundred Ways, another record off the EP. Mm -hmm. Do you have A Hundred Ways to get it? 
<laughs> what is it? <laughs> it? Get it every day? Um, <laughs> I mean... To get what you want in life, like that's it. Which, yeah, what you want for yourself and what you want for the people around you and all of that. So, so you have hundred ways to get it. Yeah. Will we only really catch you resting in a grave? <laughs> Do you not sleep? No, I don't sleep. You see these bags? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I cover makeup. <laughs> you can't see it. Well, they're very uh, pretty bags. <laughs> Thanks. Designer bags. Designer. Guaranteed. Gucci bags. Um, 100 Ways is a great record. I, I really like Deep Down. Thank you. That's an Edda James sample at the top of that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I'd rather go blind. Yeah. Woo. Deep, yeah, Deep Down is about like just following your, you know, your heart and what you know inside, like what you know is right. Because sometimes there's going to be things in life or people that may even make you think that what you're doing is, you know, not going to work or not right. And you just got to know, like, deep down in your heart what's best for you. Your gut will always, like, tell you that. And that's the record. It's like you realizing that. Mm-hmm. It's you kind of documenting this part of your life where you you say, like, I didn't know what was real. I didn't even mm-hmm. know how I feel. Yeah. Because at a post four life, your life does change, and it's like a whirlwind. There's so much going on, yeah, that's out of your control, and things that are in your control. Yeah, a record deep down. When did you write it? Um, I wrote it like probably last year. I'm. This is a guess. Maybe like in May, somewhere around there. Were you in the be- or maybe even sooner? Maybe like closer to the beginning of the year. A record like this, do you write it while you're going through what the song's about, or do you write it after you come out of it? Um, Looking back. It depends. I mean, it's different for every song, but specifically for this record, I wrote it um, when I came out of it, kind of reflecting on the whole situation. Was it weird for you to not know who you were like and because like there's two things hitting you right it's the fact that you're now famous because of the four but also like dude you're hella young so like (laughs) you know people in their teenage years like live life and you 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 learn new things about yourself yeah you know you figure stuff out Mm -hmm. like those two hitting at once is like yeah i mean a lot going on i mean i feel like every day i'm learning something new about myself but at the same time like I, I feel like I have a strong, like, sense of who I am and, like, what I want. And I think that's the thing that has gotten me so far is because, like, you know, I always have, like, I, I always have a response to something of how I how I want something. You know what I mean? Like, mm. if I want something this way or that way, like, I know exactly what it is and I'll tell everybody. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but but that's like the, the record's also deep down is about accountability too, right? Like, you know, it's written in the stars, but but do they lie, lie, lie? It's only up to me to make it right. Yeah. So that's like, that's like kind of like when you're doubting yourself, like I said, because, you know, sometimes people can have a, a an influence on you or things that happen and you're just like, for example, let's say like, you know, when I got, when I um, got kicked off the show, it's like, you know, like, is this really happening? Like, is this meant to happen? But then you know in your gut, like, okay, it's all good because this is just the next step to where I'm supposed to be, you know? That's it. That's it. Did you hear that, Dan? I heard it. <laughs> Did you lose yourself after the four? Did I lose myself? Mm-hmm. 
Um, I mean, I might have gone a little crazy. <laughs> I mean, for a bit when I was trying to figure it all out because there was like a span of like a few months, like I said, where we were just kind of like bouncing around, you know, trying to find a place to stay while I was like writing in the studio and stuff. And then like also trying to decide like who I want to sign with because there was a few record labels that like approached me to sign. But like, you know, I, I kind of had to think deeply about that because, you know, that's my future. <laughs> it's your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> and like it could be easy in that moment to just take like whatever the biggest, shiniest number is yeah. or toy is. Yeah. Because you have nothing. You just want something. Yeah. And like they didn't come like they didn't come like right away. Like after the show, like. It was, like, a few months after the show, like, they started coming in because I think, I think, um, well, at least people were telling me, like, they thought that I was already signed. Mm. So nothing was, like, coming in because I feel like they thought I was already signed that, you know, like, oh, she's already doing her own thing, right? But I'm like, no, like, I'm just over here, like. (laughs) Mama's looking for a home. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, like, um, yeah, but then when they started coming in, like, after a few months, I was like, okay, like, this is awesome. Like, you know, I've been blessed with you know, many choices to pick from. And, you know, I th- I think I made the right one. So what genre yeah. would you put your art in? Like, do you create within a genre? Um, I mean, I feel like I naturally tend to have like a soulful R&B voice and, you know, a lot of elements of hip hop. But at the same time, I also draw from other inspirations and, you know, growing up, I listened to a lot of different genres of music, you know, that both of my parents brought to the table. And so I don't really like to put myself in a box and say, like, this is only what I'm going to create. Because I feel like every song has a different feeling and every feeling has a different sound. So, you know, the thing with me is, like, I don't want people to think that I'm trying to be something I'm not and or I'm trying to, like, create one thing, like, you know... I'm just, I'm just like a creative person that has a lot of different inspirations, and I'm just kind of, kind of like a, a mesh of everything. So, I mean, I, I just create. That's there's, it. There's definitely a little reggae in there too. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I said, like I just explore. You know, it, it's it's art. It's fun. You know what I mean? It's not supposed to be like you do that, you do this. I mean, I know some people are like that, but me, no. Do you, when you're in the studio, do you want somebody to kind of lead the way in terms of production or? Um, it depends. I mean, if I already, if I come in with something that I already wrote and like, you know, I'm looking for a certain type of sound or a certain instrument, then I'll tell them. Um, usually like when I go in the studio, producers will already have like, they'll already have like a bunch of, you know, beats that they've made. Yeah. And they'll just kind of play, play me through them all. And if, you know, if I really love one and I like, I can like hear like melodies to it and I have like a vibe already, then I'll just go with that. But sometimes I'll be like, okay, can you, can you make, you know, a song with like violins or can you make it like this? Can you make the drums go like that? So, I mean, I, I I'm very hands on like when it comes to like, I mean, the whole process of like writing, whether it's production and all that. Is there... I don't know, like, is there a part that stimulates you more, that you enjoy the most, that you find the most challenging? Um, And maybe enjoy and challenge are one and the same, or maybe not. 
I mean, well, I, I mean, I feel like it's a challenge itself just to write a song. I yeah. mean, you know, it depends how you're feeling. Sometimes you have something on your mind and it'll, you know, just flow out easily. But sometimes you, you're like, what do I write about today? <laughs> you know, and you kind of have to dig deep inside. But then, you know, you, you find your groove. Um, but, yeah. Zach Sang Show. Hey, beautiful human, sorry for the interruption, but Dan can't stop talking about his cats. I love cats so much. Dan Catman Zola. That's what they call me. Yeah, it is. Because you're obsessed with your cats. I really am. I love cats. I love everything about them. You love these animals deeper than anybody else I've ever met. Yeah, they get so happy they start purring, and then they get their little heads, and they rub it against your head, and you scratch their butt, and they stick the little booties in the air. Is there anything you hate about owning a cat? Changing the litter box? It's awful. Yeah, that makes sense. It's so dusty. That's where they go potty. Yeah. But that is also why Arm & Hammer created new cloud control litter. You should try it. We can definitely get you some. There's no cloud of nasties when you scoop. It's 100% dust-free, free of heavy perfumes, and it helps you reduce airborne dander from scooping. So what happens in the litter box stays in the litter box. Ooh, that'd be nice. Uh, your dreams are now coming true, Dan. New cloud control cat litter by Arm & Hammer. More power to you. Okay, back to the convo. Zach Sang Show. Do you take notes? Do you diary? Yeah, Journal. yeah, I have lots of notes, like, in my phone, like, when, I, even sometimes, like, I'll just think of, like, a word, and I'm like, wow, like, I'll be like, that's a cool word, like, maybe that can, like, inspire a song, so I'll just, like, write it down, or, like, I'll think of, like, you know, a few lyrics, so it just depends, I mean, I'm, I'm always, like, writing down or recording, like, melodies that I have that just come off the top. Do you still have the first song you ever wrote? The first song I ever wrote? Yeah. Um... I don't, but my dad did mention to me that, like, he came across some, like, um, like, songs I wrote, like, on paper when I was younger, <laughs> and I, honestly, I was like, what the hell, like, did I write that? Because it was so weird, like, I was just, like, I was writing about some mature stuff, but it, it was just, like, I didn't even, like, think that I would write that, like, looking at it now, I'm just, like, I, I don't think I wrote that. Like, what? Was it, like, made up? Was it real? Yeah, it was just, like, it was just, like, about, like, um, like, I, I don't know why. I was, like, writing about, like, my dad, like, being sad. Like, I wrote a song about him being a sad, lonely man, which is really, <laughs> right? Like, that's, what, like, what is that? Deep. Like, your, your nine-year-old daughter is writing a song about you. Sending you a clear <laughs> message, sir. Sending you a clean message. But, um, Whoa. it was, it was just funny to see that. I was just like, what is that? So it's your observations. Yeah, just, yeah, observations. And yeah. the energy you're feeling. Yeah. Well, what was going on when you wrote Candlelight? Because you start out by saying, dark space, I'm slipping into dangerous ways. Yeah, so um, I actually wrote that song um, about, like, a time in my life, which was, like, a long time ago. Um, but I wrote the song, like, years later from, like, the event. But, like, basically it was just kind of, like, a time in my life where I felt very hopeless. And, like, I felt like I was kind of trapped in, like like, a mind space and, like, I couldn't really, like, do anything. I was just, like, depressed. I didn't really see a lot of opportunities, you know, presenting themselves. And sometimes when that happens, it's really easy for you to just, like, just feel like you don't want to do anything and just be really negative about everything, you know? Um, for me, that was a really hard time because 
my whole life I've always been so positive and like um, optimistic about everything you know that I've experienced so it just kind of was a time where I felt like I might not make it as a singer and for me to feel like that was like bringing me down so I wrote a song about it because you know I know a lot of my fans probably feel like that all the time I mean even sometimes you know I feel down and you just gotta remind yourself that like it's kind of up to you and the way that you see the world because if you're telling yourself that there's not opportunities and you're just you know bringing yourself even more lower than you already are then you're never gonna like be happy you know what I mean you always have to think about the good things and you know the future like planning for the future is like a big thing that I've always like stressed about you know so do you write candlelight while you're going through this do you write it looking back at it I I wrote it looking back at it yeah I so I had okay I know it's really confusing but I wrote the first version of candlelight um two years ago and I wrote that on my guitar, like, I, I was like emo, you know, turn off the lights and play my guitar in the dark <laughs> and just like sing out my heart, um, like, you know, make making up all the lyrics like as I go. Um, and then, well, last year, I, um, I like saw it in like um, my notes and I was like, oh, like I should probably rewrite this. You know, in in a way that's, like, more consistent with my style now. Yeah. Um, and I rewrote a lot of the lyrics, but I kept the concept of the candlelight, which was in the original. Um, and, you know, at the time, like, when I rewrote it, um, I was just kind of thinking about, like, also, like, all of the things that, you know, w- was going on in the world. Like, for example... Um, the time that I wrote it, there was, like, a lot of shootings going on, like, at the schools and stuff. And so my lyric, um, like, it says, uh, I don't want to run from a bullet. Got to keep my candlelight burning, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the those are the lyrics. And, like, I was just kind of thinking about, like, all the kids that are having to go through this time where, like, they just have to, they're just running in fear, you know, whether it be in real life or, you know, in their minds. They're too afraid to do something. They're too you know, people are telling them they can't do something. So basically it was just saying, like, I don't want to run from fear anymore. I just want to face it head on. And, you know, I got to keep my light burning and stay positive. So that's what it was about. So the record starts for you in a really Mm -hmm. dark time. Yeah. And then you rework it Mm -hmm. around another dark moment in really our history. Yeah. Not just yours. Yeah, because I really wanted it to be, like, relatable for everybody. And so... You know, the way that I can relate to it is, like I said, when I felt like there was no hope for me as an artist. But I know that a lot of kids can relate to it with, you know, the shootings going on. And it's it's a really crazy thing to think that, like, you know, it's become like a trend almost, you know, for people to to commit these things that are horrible. And, you know, um, these innocent kids that are just trying to learn, you know. And have a future to go through that, you know? So We must fix it. And yeah. somebody might be watching and you might be like, how do we fix it? It's really easy. We elect selfless civil servants 
selfless civil servants, people who yeah. do not take millions upon millions upon millions of dollars from the NRA. These yeah. politicians are getting paid a ton of money by groups like the NRA to swing laws in their favor. These are politicians that will not send their kids to the public schools in their district. They're utilizing the money that they're getting from the NRA to send their kids to private school when essentially that same money is being used to murder kids at the public school in a lot of these politicians' districts. Selfless yeah. civil servants, that is the only way we end this corruption. I mean, and I, I feel like a lot of it, too, is like mental health. Yeah, I, I, I feel agree. like there needs to be a lot more programs for the youth because, you know, I mean, life is hard. You know, it's hard for everybody. And there shouldn't be a stigma around mental health. Yeah. And a part of, you know, electing selfless civil servants, hopefully this will uh, bring open minded people into the political sphere. So when it comes down to education and what goes on in the school, we're not stigmatizing mental health. We're looking to heal it and creating yeah. a space where people feel open to be yeah. vulnerable and speak and comfortable yeah. to to share who they really are. Yeah, It really, it, it starts, I hate to say it, but it starts at the top. Well, thanks for bringing that subject up. I never get a chance to talk about it. <laughs> of you know, course. It, it's, uh, it's very important. And I think yeah, it, is. It, it goes forgotten sometimes. Um, Candlelight, beautiful record. Javai Award. Thank you. <laughs> no real Z. Javaya. Say it, Dan. Javaya. Javaya. <laughs> I know how to say it. It's Javaya. I don't know if you do. I think you're saying it a little wrong. <laughs> Javaya. Wait, you said you said you started Javaya. two new tattoos. What'd you start? Oh, okay. Well, okay. Whoa. I can't really show you this one because I'm wearing a bodysuit. So. Okay. But Naturally. <laughs> I got um West Coast tatted right here. Okay. Across right across here. your stomach? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty lit. Um because let me I'll tell you right now, let me just get some water. The reason I got it is because I've been doing a lot of traveling. Pull that thing closer to you. Yeah, and what? I've been doing a lot of traveling. <laughs> um, and, you know, I used to think like, oh, I mean, okay, I do love traveling. But I used to think like before, you know, I never traveled to like anywhere. I was <laughs> like, oh, my God, traveling is going to be the best thing in the world. Like this and that. And now that I do it like all the time, I'm just like, there's nothing like home. Like mm-hmm. the West Coast is just the best, the best food. <laughs> like the people are awesome and the weather's awesome. Like everything's just good. So, so the West Coast. Obviously. I got to represent it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, with it on my body. Yeah. <laughs> and big letters. That's like quite a statement. Yeah. And then the second tattoo I started is this one on my neck. Is that spider web? Yes. This is spider web. This. Um, we just did like the outline cause we kind of got started on it like pretty late. So I was already tired by then, but, um, it's going to be like finished probably within like the next month or so. So wow. yeah. Are you going for a full body suit? I feel like, I feel like that would, that's yeah. Pretty, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, the only place I probably won't get, I mean, okay, we'll see is my back. I might not get my back tattooed because I'm just really sensitive and like, I feel like that'll hurt so bad. Like. How old were you? I don't know if I'm down to do that. How old were you when you got your first tattoo? Um, I was 16. What'd you get? What was first? The rose on my hand. I can't believe you went straight to the hands. Yeah, well, because, I mean, listen, first of all, like, <laughs> I know some people are like, oh, don't get tattoos when you're young because you don't know what you're going to do, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, I already know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm working on my career. I'm already here. Like, if I get a tattoo, I'll be all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I, you know, I went for the hand because I was like, eventually I'm going to be covered all over. So, so you and, knew. 
Yeah, I knew. And like, I wear long sleeve shirts mostly. Like, I don't really like wearing short sleeves. So I was like, okay, it has to show, you know. So I'm just like. <laughs> why, why do you want to cover your entire body with tattoos? Oh, because I just really love art. I mean, I've always been obsessed with tattoos. Like, ever since I was like in elementary school, like, I literally have drawings that I drew of myself with tattoos like all over me. And like, I mean, for me, it's just like, you know, a form of self-expression. And um, I mean, not every tattoo has to have a meaning, but a lot of mine do. So it shows commitment. <laughs> yeah. Tattoos are permanent. Yes. Maybe. You- well, I mean, me like as a person, like when I know I want something, like I want it and I don't regret it. So with tattoos, like it's pretty easy for me to just like keep getting them because I'm just like, this is what I want. Do you so. make quick decisions when it comes to something you want? Um, I mean, it depends what it is. Like, I know it's important to take your time sometimes when it comes to making a decision, which I do when I need to. But, um, is a tattoo something that deserves I, time? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I've, I've had like, what i don't know like 10 years of thinking about it so (laughs) i mean these have been well thought out like you know a lot of the tattoos i have like i i wanted since i was like a kid so you know i'm just fulfilling all the goals on the checklist giddy up yeah west coast right over west coast right across your belly button yeah it covers my belly button which is kind of sad about is it like a tupac (laughs) one or like a Um, tupac thug life one or is it it's more like i mean let me see if i have a photo hold on Wow. Cool pants, by the way. Thanks. Look at all those little bungee cords. It took a while to get these in the mail. <laughs> I tell you that I had to freaking hunt it down. I had to go to all the mail, the post offices, and be like, "Yo, where's my package?" Because <laughs> because they never knock on my door. They just leave. And they're like, "Oh, yeah, it's you who needed the bungee cord pants." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the mail guys. But I've been I've been getting them, them caught on a lot of stuff today. Yeah, there's so many hoops. Yeah. So many hoops. I know there was a... But perfect for the summer, you know? Those are the perfect summer pants. Wear those to strap you down to the, the roof of the car. <laughs> the roof of the car. Any, any, uh, any way to take on a road trip? While you're looking, I do yeah, have a question. Yeah, while I'm looking. Um, it seems like the internet really wants you to work with Billie Eilish. Oh, yeah, I see that. I yeah. see that a lot. Do you know her? Have you have you talked about it, thought about it? You know it? what's funny? I um. Okay, so we were both at Post Malone's a show at the Hollywood Bowl and um I was like taking a picture with like one of my fans and then you know I see her like walk I see her like walk by me really fast and she like kind of taps me she's like I forgot what she said she said something like oh you're dope or something and I was just like oh thanks like I didn't really like because I was taking a photo of my fans so I didn't really have time to like you know like talk to her but like I just saw her kind of like pass by and, and then um my boyfriend was like oh that's Billie Eilish and I was like, oh, Billie Eilish? Like, I think I've heard of her. Um, I know she did Ocean Eyes, which was a really beautiful song. She has a really, like, soft, beautiful voice. But I'm really liking the the style that she's taking it to now, which is, like, a little more um, electronic and a little darker. So, yeah. I mean, she's really cool. Like, I would love to collaborate with her. She has an awesome sense of, like, style, mm-hmm. and she's always fitted everyday shoes to the... Head. She's always <laughs> head to the toes. What is it called? Head to the toes. Head to, head toe. to the toe. Wow. Yeah. You and Post but I, I do oh. see that a lot. Like yeah. my fans do comment that a lot. I see it. But like you just said, fit it. You know, when I was growing up, you know, it was like uh, you're never fully dressed without a smile. 
Oh my gosh. But, but now, like, what is, what is fitted? <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm dressed every day if I just smile. That's it. Come on. <laughs> you and Post Malone would be, co- would be cool collab, too. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, I mean, I would love to do that, too. I mean, I'm a huge fan of him um, ever since, like, day one. I mean, he's just dope. Again, he has good style. Okay, everybody everybody who has good style just tends to be, like, good at singing or <laughs> rapping, whatever you want to call it. I wonder what came <laughs> first. But maybe it's, like, the artistic expression that just yeah, has I to guess. shine through in all That's aspects true. of life. That's true. Would you get a face tattoo? Come on. Yes. Come on. Yeah, of course. What oh, do you mean? I'm just wondering how much <laughs> how much time do you need to make that decision? Um, I well, like I said, I've wanted okay. So I wanted face tattoos before it was like a trend, because now it's a trend. Mm-hmm. So like now I'm kinda like, okay, I might wait like a year or two Got when it. everybody stops getting them because I don't know. I just, I don't I just don't want it to be like You want it to have impact. I want it to be yeah, I want it to be like taken seriously. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. It can't just be like, ah, oh, she's got a face tattoo. Like, what's another she do? one? What'd she do to her face? Like, she's just like the rest of them now. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. But I mean, like, I mean, I'll tell you what I want. Like, what? I I want to get. Oh, wait till I set this down. <laughs> I want to get um, an umbrella, <laughs> right here. Okay, I want to get an umbrella because um, I mean, it just has like the rain has a lot of memories for me. So I love the rain. Um. And then I wanted to get, like, blessed right here, but in, like, a really detailed font. Oh, like a Helvecta? I don't know. Arial font? I've, Comic um, Sans? Let me show you the tattoo because I didn't even show you it. Okay, this was... I didn't get a picture when it was done, like, being tattooed, but... This is you West want to walk Coast. over there and show you? Ollie will grab it. Okay. This is... The drawing when he drew it on. Thank you, video. Because he like he like hand like drew it on my like stomach. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. They're like whoa. Yo, that's, that's just the drawing. That's not the tattoo. Because that... after like it's in black ink, but that's yeah. So that's definitely much bigger than you thought, right? Yes. <laughs> that is. Whoa. And let me tell you, that hurt. That hurt really bad. It was probably one of the most painful tattoos I have. Like honestly, it was more painful than like my knuckles. You, you, I think it's because I'm skinny. Like, how long did that take? Um, not that long because he didn't. He didn't. He only outlined it. So right now I just have like the outline, but it was probably like I want to say two, three hours. Two, three hours. Oh, it's big. Are you gonna get it filled in? Yeah. 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 I'm gonna get it filled in. So it's. It's going to be crazy. I'm just imagining my body with that same tattoo. It wouldn't, it wouldn't come across the same it way. It would look like it was on a wave. Like, it would look like it was, like, drawn over a humpty, like, a, a bumpy mountain. <laughs> like, it's melting off a little bit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, do you do you plan on getting any Aladdin-inspired tattoos? That's a big oh moment Oh, my gosh. Yo, a whole new world across um, both eyebrows. You know what? That's a really good point. I mean, I usually do get a, a tattoo for every song that I've done. It's a big like, song. I don't know if you guys know, but I have... Let me see if I can show you. Okay, so I have 100 ways, 100 tally marks for 100 ways. Oh, wow. So, yeah, what I mean, it, I was I was pretty proud of that concept, all right? The, <laughs> the 100 tally marks, I thought it was pretty unique. And then I got Easy, because that's another song yes. on the EP. And then I have a candle on my finger. I don't oh, know if you can see oh, it dude. from that far, but I have a candle. Um, so that's three of my songs. And then... I don't have one for Deep Down or 17 yet, but I am going to get one for 17. What are you going to get? And if you want a little sneak peek, mm-hmm. 
into the music video, um, I'm going to be getting tattooed in the music video. Cool. And I'm going to get a tattoo for, like, the song, but I'm not sure what I want to get yet. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to decide, like, if I want a 17 or if I want something for Norwalk or what, but we'll see. Well, you got West Coast, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll get a no- maybe I'll get the number, but I'm not sure. Norwalk Pride. Yeah. <laughs> I think like a, a genie bottle or a carpet. A genie, a genie bottle. bottle. It's called a lamp. Oh, genie lamp. That's it. <laughs> and, <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking Christina. I, I was thinking Christina Aguilera, but I know you were. <laughs> she's in a bottle though, and she said, "Oh, she is a genie in a bottle." In a bottle. That's weird though. Why would she call it a bottle? Gotta rub me the right way. Oh my. Um. So true. True lyrics. Uh, Javiah Ward. I have one more question. Yeah. Oh, Dan. Were you a One Direction fan growing up? Oh, of course I was. Okay, great. <laughs> Me too. Of course I was. You still are. I'm the biggest One Direction fan. I love them. We all are. Yeah. They deserve I mean, to be loved. They have all the bops. They sure do. And they still do. They still do. I love Zane. Yeah, he's awesome. Was the first time you met at the premiere or did you meet before? Um, No, I met before. Okay. Yeah, at the, the video. Ooh. Oh, that's right. You did shoot yeah. one of those. What was that like? Um, It was very cold. Did, did somebody like brief you? Was somebody it, like, don't look him in the eyes? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? You know, like, don't look directly at him. Look, look. Oh, to the no, left I was talking him. about the weather. The weather was cold. Oh. It was 40 degrees and I was in a silk dress. It's a look. Yeah, well, I, I would like to see you try that. <laughs> I don't think you do. I'm not going to lie. I have way more body fat on it. So I think I have the perfect body Wait, shape to deal with that Wait, can you recreate the leather. music video? Yes. You don't even need to hire Zane. You can hire a lookalike. Oh, my gosh. We can get Joe Roselli to play Aladdin. Who's that? That's funny. Uh, who's that? The guy in the back. Oh, is that your last name? Okay, got Jesus, it. Dan, that's so rude of you. I don't know. I don't think he knows my last name. Of, co- of no. course. Oh. Dan, you're famous. Um. Wow. The, the yeah. Zane, I really, I'm down to recreate that music video. <laughs> but were you nervous meeting him for the first time? Um, I mean, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've I've met a couple celebrities, so you know. Do you make small talk? Do I make small talk? Yeah, like what, what was the what was the talk that was small? I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like we're both pretty shy, so it's just uh. kind of like, what's up? What's up? Like, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty weird. I'm pretty weird. Like whenever I meet like artists, like I don't know. I, I don't really like go into like you know what I mean. I'm yeah. just like, what's up? Like casual, you know. Yeah, you're not gonna sniff their butt. Yeah. Well, I would hope not. <laughs> you're not a dog. Um, yeah, I get that. You know, you want to be cool, but like I'm also picturing you going sup, and he goes sup. And then that's it. So let's do this. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Let, let's lip sync to this song together. Yeah. Wait, when you do a music video like that, mm-hmm. do you actually sing it? Or are you just moving your... Well, you can lip sync, but I actually sing it because if I lip sync, like, it's not going to look... Real. Like I'm singing it. Like, because my I make, like, certain facial expressions when I'm singing. So, like, you want it to, you know, match the, the song. song. Like, if I'm singing, like, a really loud, like, high note... Like, I need to look like I'm struggling. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I just need to look like I'm singing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Well, are you done? The passion. Yeah, yeah I think I think so. Well, pa- I guess I can is, ask one more. We, we don't really need it. <laughs> He's like, I, well, I think I got another one. Passion is key. Remember that. I don't know. People find her hair very fascinating. Are you going to grow that down as long as you can go? Yeah, I'll probably have them until I die, so. Well, did, did those form out of fashion, or did you just forget the shower? <laughs> um... I 
I mean, I always, like, wanted dreads when I was younger because, I mean, I never really knew what to do with my hair. Like, I never really, like, styled it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it just was like a, it was like a free-flowing, like, way that I could could express myself, like, through my hair. You know what I mean? So I I just feel like it suits me really well. It's beautiful. Thank you. I think dreadlocks on all heads beautiful thank you it's a really it's a beautiful hairstyle it is i Thanks. wish i could grow little dreads <laughs> <laughs> you could <laughs> but, but like how like can i zach's gonna get dreads get stomach tattoos oh my god start trying to be you yeah. come <laughs> some, back next some year piercings? <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna make some real changes to myself <laughs> all right well, well we'll see how it looks hashtag home improvement <laughs> giddy up all right javai award everybody <laughs> yeah. thank you 17 is the single is there a date for the ep um, it's like June 14th. June 14th. June 14th. <laughs> it, it's like June 14th. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.